Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today on the newscast, the U.N. wants a nuclear-free zone in the Middle East. And to make that happen, it wants Israel to give up its nuclear weapons. Get all the breaking details next. Hey, folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast. Over the past few years here on the newscast, we have been highlighting the U.N.'s obsession with Israel since its inception. In 1946, the UN has passed more resolutions against Israel than any other nation. Folks, think about that. More resolutions against Israel, a nation the size of the state of New Jersey, than against China, Iran, Syria, North Korea, the former nations of the Soviet Union. The list goes on and on of rogue regimes that have largely gotten a pass as Israel has been targeted with hundreds of resolutions over the past almost 80 years now by the United Nations. That checkered track record continued late last week, and this really may be one of the most dangerous anti-Israel resolutions passed yet at the UN. We're going to break it down in a minute. Before I do, I just want to encourage you to subscribe to the Watchman News channel right here on YouTube and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted. Hey folks, we're posting every day, Monday through Friday, and now we're posting on Saturdays as well. You don't want to miss any of the updates here on the Watchman Newscast. By the way, we're only about 3,000 subscribers away now from that 500,000 subscriber mark, half a million, hard to believe. We thank all of you, and of course, we thank God Almighty for continuing to help us get the word out here on the channel. So we'd love for you to come shoulder to shoulder with us as watchmen and women on the wall and subscribe. Okay, let's break down this latest UN resolution passed by the UN General Assembly's first committee Late last week, now the first committee of the General Assembly focuses on nuclear disarmament issues and international security, and Israel is apparently at the top of their list now. By a vote, overwhelmingly, folks, this passed, by a vote of 152 to 5, the UN General Assembly called on Israel to give up its nuclear weapons and to place its nuclear sites under the supervision of the UN's atomic watchdog, also known as the International Atomic Energy Agency. Now, stunning on many levels. Let's start, okay, we know that it passed overwhelmingly. Let's start with who stood with Israel on this vote. Only a few nations, folks. The United States, Micronesia, Palau, Israel itself, of course, and Canada are the nations that stood with Israel. I want to get this right. I'm just reading it right off my phone. They stood with Israel. They said no to this anti-Israel resolution. 24 other nations abstained, meaning they voted neither yes nor no, including many European Union nations. Now, shame on these EU nations. I've said this before. 
in previous instances of anti-Israel resolutions passing at the UN, many times these European nations simply abstain. They don't put their necks out there and stand with Israel on the world stage at this global body. And that's quite sad. As part of this resolution that passed, and again, there were two resolutions here, folks, that are relevant to what we're talking about today, Israel's nuclear weapons. This, This resolution in particular called on Israel, targeted Israel specifically, and said you must give up your nuclear weapon stockpiles. That's one. There was a separate resolution that also passed overwhelmingly calling for the Middle East to be a nuclear-free zone. Key point here, Iran, which is driving for the bomb right now, Iran's nuclear weapons program, of course, has been the focus or a focus of the world's attention for two decades now, is not even mentioned in either of these resolutions. I repeat, Iran, we're talking about a nuclear-free zone, yet Iran is not even mentioned in these resolutions. Now, folks, in a perfect world, there would be a nuclear-free Middle East. Certainly, in a perfect world, Israel would not need these weapons to defend its very existence from neighbors that wish to wipe it off the map. In the meantime, Israel, yes, has to have a strong military, has to have the means to defend itself against all comers, against all enemies. And sadly, there are many, not only physical enemies, rogue regimes, terror groups that want to wipe Israel off the map. But obviously we have a diplomatic war against Israel personified by what we see at the UN. Now, another note on Israel's nuclear program, Israel, and key point here, has never said to the world, has never declared to the world, yes, we possess nuclear weapons. Israel has never done that. Israel never will do that. It holds a policy of what it calls nuclear ambiguity. Israel doesn't say anything, basically. They're not going to say, hey, we have the bomb. They have not signed the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty, NPT for short. And the UN also, as part of these resolutions, is calling on Israel to do just that. It begs the question, why the obsession with Israel? By the way, another note here that I think is important, Egypt which Israel has diplomatic relations with, has a peace treaty with, introduced this resolution in New York at the UN, and it was signed on to and approved by the likes of Jordan, the UAE, Morocco, other Arab nations that Israel holds peace treaties with. Folks, to me, that's quite disappointing, and I believe that Israel is at the point now in its relations with these nations where Hey, there, there's economic cooperation, trade cooperation, cultural, tourism, all the rest. Military cooperation as well. Israel, I believe, folks, needs to demand of these nations, in particular those Abraham Accords nations, that they stand with Israel at the UN. All of these nations, folks, I can tell you very clearly from firsthand personal experience, the Sunni Arab nations are very concerned, and that's an understatement, about the looming nuclear Iranian threat, yet you're signing on to resolutions singling out Israel's nuclear program, resolutions that do not even mention the real threat, the Iranian regime. Now, many believe Israel has had nuclear weapons since probably the 1960s. Obviously, Israel has never used them. Can we say the same thing about the Iranian regime? if it were to get its hands 
on the bomb on the world's deadliest weapons. Folks, I believe the Iranian regime's ideology demands that they use the world's deadliest weapons to make that goal of wiping Israel off the map a reality. Yet Iran, again, not mentioned in these resolutions, Israel targeted, and it hasn't got a lot of mainstream media coverage, these resolutions. Surprise, surprise, but that's why we do what we do here on the newscast. What do you think? I'd love to hear your comments here in the comments section. Does this have larger ramifications? Yes, prophetic ramifications. Will we get to a point where the world is coming against Israel on the nuclear issue? We know we're going to get to a point where the world is, most of the world is coming against Israel, and in particular Jerusalem. Just read Zechariah. But will the nuclear issue become a big one, especially as there is a push, obviously, to prevent the Iranian regime from acquiring nuclear weapons. There seems to be an effort here at the UN to put the Iranian regime and Israel on equal moral footing. Will there be a demand, hey, if Iran has to give up the bomb, then Israel does as well. Clearly, Israel is not going to do that, but the pressure is not helpful. And again, this resolution, two resolutions, the first, which calls on Israel specifically to give up the bomb, to give up its nuclear arsenal, uh, to put its sights under supervision by the IAEA, 152 to 5, folks, overwhelmingly against Israel, European quote-unquote allies abstaining, then that second resolution calling for the nuclear-free zone, and that means Israel, clearly the finger pointed at the Jewish state there. Folks, very dangerous time, potential prophetic implications here. And the Iranian regime, meanwhile, has to be feeling very good about itself. Number one, it's we're talking about a nuclear-free zone, and Iran's nuclear weapons program is not even mentioned? Secondly, folks, Iran right now, I'm just going to get the exact name here, just read it off my phone real quick out of my notes. Iran right now, embrace yourself for this, to the dismay of women's rights advocates around the world, Iran began a four-year term earlier this year on the UN's 45-member Commission on the Status of Women. Now, remember, the current round of Iranian protests, which continue to rage, by the way, kicked off when the Iranian regime's goons murdered, reportedly, a young Iranian girl named Masa Amini because she was wearing her hijab, her head covering, in an improper fashion. Yet, Iran is on this commission on the status of women at the UN. This preeminent global body is exclusively dedicated to promoting gender equality and women's empowerment. Nothing says women's empowerment more than enslaving women, essentially, like the Iranian regime is doing, and forcing them to wear the hijab. So this is the hypocrisy of the UN on full display. They've got the Jewish state in their crosshairs. But guess what? Uh, God Almighty, the, the protector of Israel, neither slumbers nor sleeps. Israel will weather this latest storm at the UN but it'd be nice to have some nations that are supposedly friends of Israel in the Middle East and, of course, in the West, show some backbone and stand with Israel at the UN. Folks, I think of the book of Genesis, chapter 12, verse 3, where God Almighty says he will bless those who bless Israel and curse those who curse Israel. If I was a nation in the world right now, if I was leading a nation in the world right now, I would keep that mandate from God Almighty in mind. When the vote comes, when it's my turn to vote, 
at the UN. Hey, live stream this week, uh, Wednesday, November 2nd. Join us from 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern time. We will break down all of these issues and more, and we will take your question during our Q&A session. So join us here live in just two days, Wednesday, November 2nd, 4 p.m. Eastern time. Until tomorrow, God bless you. Go Phils. Thanks for watching. And remember, never hold your peace.